Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. It's time for episode 93. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. Yeah, it is January 10th, 2022. Woo! How's everybody New Year going, huh? I know we're uh, like 10 days into it, but I didn't get to speak to you much last week, so we're going we're gonna to do that this week. But before I do any of that, I want to say thank you to all my new subscribers. Yes, on uh, whether you're listening or watching, I noticed that you subscribed. So thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. All right, share, rate, review, um, and uh, thank you again. I really, really do appreciate it. It's so amazing. Um, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. You watching, you listening, hit that subscribe button. It means everything to me and basically nothing to you. Um, set the alarm so you want know so you know when all the new episodes upload. Give a thumbs up for the videos, share, rate, review, and leave comments. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, we have an email, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Yeah. To get more involved with the podcast, send an email. All right. Uh, you want to win some free slowdown merch, put slowdown in the subject line, put your story. Maybe it's somebody else's story. Maybe it's advice. Maybe it is whatever it is. Put it in the email and send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's another great way to get more involved with the podcast. Um, and then, of course, if you want to follow me, I am on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm on there. Every week, almost all week, uh, trying to give you some extra th- content. So check it out. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And now with all that out of the way, we're going to get into this week's episode. So like I was saying, though, we're 10 days into the new year. How is your resolution, your goals? Did you change what you normally do uh, year after year and... Um, Maybe set some goals instead of setting a New Year's resolution. I'm curious. You can send that in an email as well. I will tell you that I have knocked a couple of my goals off. I'm very excited about it. Uh, My first goal was to get Rick on my podcast. So that we all know is accomplished. Um, Other goals I have are going to get me to a better place um, with this podcast, uh, with my life. you know, I started lifting weights. I got my weight up to 75 pounds, so I'm working on that. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, better myself. I'm trying to better myself every single moment that I'm awake, and it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's always a challenge because you have to get yourself out of that comfort zone. You got to do things that you probably don't want to, um, and it's working, right? 
Little goals make big accomplishments. That's what I've always been trying to say, and I'm so glad I said it correctly this time. Um, but it was really fun to do the podcast with Rick. Uh, I did dissect myself in a sense, and there was a lot of stuff on there that I believe I could have done a lot better. Um, I always know that I'm trying my best. I put in 110% in everything I do, um, if not more. Uh, but I still had to nitpick it, um, you know, pick it apart, I guess is what I would like to say. And uh, I'm going to change a few things for next time. Like, uh, I don't know, the volume. That was my mistake. He sounded fine in my headphones. I will be honest with you. Um, I thought the volume was proper. I was making sure all my readings were coming up. I was making sure that the levels were hitting the proper uh, height. I don't know what this thing is called. It goes from green to yellow to red. And if you're red, you're peaking too much. You can have clipping. You can have uh, noises that are unnecessary in the microphone. So I made sure all those things were right where they needed to be. Um, for some reason, the volume was just lower. I don't know if he was a little bit more soft-spoken, um, but that's on me. And I, I now know I will do a small test run in the future and make sure the volumes are all correct. But other than that, I mean, it was really, really fun. I, it put me completely out of my element. And, uh, uh, you know, I got a lot of great responses from all of you out there. And I, I thank you for that because that was difficult for me to do even though it was fun, you know? Um, so one of the other things I'm working up towards is, uh, going live with the podcast. Um, I don't know if this is going to be something I'm going to be able to do on a regular. I think it might be like once a month. Um, but it's something I'm still working on. I want to make sure that, uh, I know what I'm doing in a sense. I'm not going to know everything. And definitely when I do do it, it's not going to be, um, it's a word I'm looking for. It's not going to be perfect. Right. You know, I, I know that I just have to do it. Um, but where it's a computer program and I haven't used this before, um, especially with the camera and the computer screens and everything else. Um, that's my next goal. My next goal is to go live with the podcast every now and then and uh, see how that goes. So I think I'm going to be trying to fit that in in between the weekly episodes um, and uh, make something like that happen. If that is something that you would like to see, uh, put a comment in. Um, you know, if there's anything that you want to share with me, you can always send it over to the email. And then, of course, if there's anything you want me to talk about, want to see, I'm looking for suggestions. You know, I, I gather a lot of information on my own. Um, I do everything by myself. Um, and I know there's a lot of you out there that are watching and listening. So if you have anything that you would like to add, uh, send that in. You can, you can put it in the comments. You can send it over to the email. That is where I would like to see everything going. Um, you know, maybe you got uh, intro music, uh, outro music, uh, 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 weekly update music. You know what I mean? If you want to send it over to the email, send it on over. I would be more than happy to hear from all of you out there. Your opinions, your 
comments, um, stuff like that. Um, and I'm going to try and do something like that this year. I've got a goal set, so I don't think it's unreachable um, as long as I put the work and the effort into it. And then, you know, uh, a bigger goal of mine I'm not going to say I'm going to quit completely, but I am trying to get off of nicotine now. So I am doing my steps. I need to reach multiple goals in order to get to where I want to be at the end of the year. And uh, that's going to be it. Um, You know, I mean, there's multiple goals within what I'm trying to reach in the end. Um, But... As long as I stay focused on the first goal, then I'll be able to make it to the second goal, right? So I got dates set up. I'm going to drop my nicotine. I'm going to get rid of devices. You know, I have four different devices that I use, um, uh, and it's just obnoxious to me. Uh, Changing coils, dealing with juice, charging batteries. What am I doing, right? What am I doing? So I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get my nicotine down, and I'm going to chop down the devices, and then once the devices get completely chopped out, then it's uh, uh, pipes, pouches, or and or lozenges um, for the remainder of it. So I'm going to try and get myself down to three milligram, which is what I used to vape before Nick Salt became a thing. And then I went all the way up to 50, and now I'm on 25 as of today, um, which took a couple months to get down, or stay down, I should say. Um, but I'm going to try. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a beast. Um, this is why I wish, you know, my nephew, uh, hopefully he's doing better with it, but I wish he never got into it. Um, you know, you're starting to see, I think there was a country that actually is going to phase out smoking like they're making it next to impossible for their next generation to be able to even get their hands on it so i think that's interesting i think uh i don't know if it's going to be across the world but i think the next villain is going to be tobacco you know nicotine in general but so those are my those are some of my goals. That's how I'm putting my stuff together, and this is what I'm doing. My weights will eventually get to a certain point by the end of this year, um, so I should be pushing and lifting and squatting a lot, uh, a decent amount by the end of the year. I'm also hoping to put on some poundage. I'm hoping to get back into running. So I've got a lot going on that I have structured. Uh, for this year, and I do believe that 2022 is gonna be a better year. Like I was t- like when I was talking to Rick, w- what I said I meant. Even though it may only be incremental, incremental, incrementally, incrementally better, which means small, small, right? I- I'm only expecting the year to be a little bit better than last year. If it becomes a lot better than last year then that's fantastic, but I know it's going to be a better year, you know? So even just knowing that, um, because there's going to be a lot of stuff I don't have to do this year that I had to do last year. So I'm excited to have a break from that stuff. So anytime you can make your year a little bit better, um, I think that's just 
That's the what that's what needs to happen. It doesn't mean it doesn't need to have all of these things going on, but if we can get to a better spot by the end of 2022 than we were in in 2021, that's a better year to me. So that's what I'm working on. I'm going to do it uh, you know, financially. We're going to do it uh, physically and we're going to do it mentally, you know? And then I'm going to do everything in my power to try and bring more to the channel. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do. I don't know how much more. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to try a few things out. We'll see how it goes. I've got a Zoom that uh, hopefully will be coming, uh, getting uh, all scheduled and worked out, and uh, uh, hopefully that'll be up by next month. Um, so that's another one I'm working on. Rick told me he wants to come back. So a little bit of that fourth wall turned down for you guys. Um, they got a lot going on. It's all for you out there. It's definitely for me, uh, for sure. But it's, it's for all, all, all my viewers and my subscribers out there, my listeners. I am excited, uh, that there's more and more of you. Um, you know, am I going to be the biggest podcast in the world? No, I'm not. But I, I love the fact that I have an audience and, um, all of you are, uh, super important to me. So I'm going to do my best to give you more, uh, content. I'm going to try to give you, uh, better stuff, you know, updated things, music, um, and all that stuff. I'm just going to try and make the channel better um, than it is right now. So working on all of that. So I hope your goals or your New Year's resolution is still going strong. You know, even though I'm not a New Year's resolution plan a person, um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. If, you're, if you, you made a New Year's resolution and you're sticking to it right now, well, then good for you. That's what you need to do. That's, that's what needs to happen. I never want anybody to think that what I'm doing is the best thing. It's, it's whatever works for you. All I can tell you is what is working for me, what I'm choosing to do, um, and, and what I've done. You know, I've done a bunch of shit. I've done all kinds of things. I've tried to change by doing certain things, and they all ended up failing for me. So this is what I'm finding is working uh, the best. So, uh, a little bit more of that fourth wall. As you can see, I am a mess right now. Yeah, my hair is long. Uh, my face is unshaven. And uh, I, I am in a good mood. And I am in a good place. And the only reason I bring that up is because normally when this happens, I'm not. I'm usually depressed or um, I'm self-loathing um, or there's something else going on. Uh, for this mess on my face. And I will tell you, there is something else going on. It's called coal sores. Um, so when I was a child and I was brought into this world, I was born in Beverly, Massachusetts. And in 1979, my mom told me that when I was born, um, there was a breakout. And so I get cold sores. And when I got sick recently, um, so the 28th I got sick, uh, or I was feeling sick. Um, and then uh, I took COVID test. It was negative. Um, we took another COVID test like five days later. That was negative. 
Um, so according to the test, we didn't have COVID, so we were allowed to just do what we wanted to do. Um, and, uh, I had, uh, because my immune system was, um, compromised and I was fighting an illness, uh, they said it was a, like a cold sore. I mean, uh, a cold, just a cold. It was a common cold, head cold. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, I, I ended up having a br- outbreak, right? Uh, so very annoying. It's very frustrating. And this was probably one of my worst ones I've had in years. And I know this is fucking gross and, uh, but it, it, it happens. All right. People, people have this happen. I actually found out after talking to a bunch of people, cause I had to call school and ask if it was okay if I go and, you know, I, I, they gave, they gave me all the reason the, all the, all the ways I could go and all the ways I couldn't go. And so, because as of month last Monday, I wasn't capable of going. Um, so that's fine. Right. I had to wait. Um, you don't want to get on the mats and you don't want to give people this. If you can avoid doing it, just like if you have COVID and you pop positive, then you should probably stay home until you test negative. Then you can go back out into the world. I don't agree with the mass thing that the CDC is saying, but that's fine. So this all happens. And as it's happening, my facial hair is growing and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait until everything goes away. Well, I still have a little bit of dry skin, um, you know, a couple little scabs. And so I have decided that I'm just not shaving until it's gone because I'm afraid of putting a razor over my face and then shaving off scabs. I know, I know this is not great podcast material, but if, if this happens to you, it it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like I used to think that it was a really, really bad thing and I was very insecure about it. I was very embarrassed about it. Um, it really, really, uh, destroyed me mentally because I was always told as a, as a, as a kid that this was just something I got and it, it, it wasn't my fault, but it's not something that I'm, I'm happy about, you know, and it always happens when I get, uh, sick. Um, I get, I get bad breakouts, uh, but like, it's not even bad. I shouldn't even say that. I get a breakout, like literally one. This time, it was like four or five of them. It was a lot. So I ended up having to call my doctor. Um, They have a pill that you can take, and uh, that suppresses it. But you're supposed to take it before um, any of this occurs. I was just like, give me the pills. I do not care. I'm eating those. I'm putting all this stuff on it. Um, You know, this is really bad. So if if it's still in my system active, I want to be able to kill it now. And then I'll use the creams and everything and kill what's what's on my face. So that's one of the re- that's the reason for all of this right now. But like I said, I'm not depressed about it. I'm not embarrassed about it, and I'm not insecure about it anymore. And that's because I've realized that one out of five people have this. It happens. It's very very common um, today. So I was like, oh, and, you know, I was talking to a few other people and they're like, yeah, I get them every time I get stressed, I get one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So it was really nice to be able to collaborate and talk to others and then just realize that this is just something that happens along with everything else. And we don't need to feel the way we're feeling about it. And 
I didn't need to feel the way I was feeling about myself. Um, so I don't now. But it's just really nice to be able to talk with all of you. Um, you know, uh, I know last week with the uh, interview and everything, uh, like I said, I think I've said it before. I'm saying it again. You know, I got, I got a lot of great feedback, but there was so much stuff going on. Uh, with the goals and the resolutions that I wanted to get into, you know, and I wasn't going to waste anybody's time with that one. I wanted you guys to get right into that. So I'm really glad you all enjoyed it uh, last week. I really, I really do. Um, and let's see. Uh, let's see. What else happened? What else happened? I went to jujitsu for the first time last Wednesday. That was awesome. Um, great class. Great work. Uh, finally made it over to Rick's school Thursday morning. Um, you know, uh, just had a, a great time. Uh, it was only two of us, you know? So last, last Thursday, it was only two of us. It was, it was awesome. I'm telling you, like, just you and the professor is really dope because a one-on-one like that, you can really work stuff. You can ask questions. But I will say that you can add, you can do the exact same thing with two people, and now um, you're working with the other person while the professor is watching. Hands down, one of my favorites. So I got there, and this other guy got there, and I was just like, "Sometimes I will do this. I like I like. Come on, just us two, just us two, because I want that right." And we got it. It was awesome. Um, it was great working with them. Uh, and then, um, well, you know, I, I, wound, I wound up having a great weekend at work. I'm trying to remember um, uh, you know, that snow. Yeah, the snow. Um, so, uh, oh, that's right. Wednesday was the flash freeze. So, Wednesday, when I was at jujitsu class, we had that fra- flash freeze. Um, when I got out of class, that's when 93 was shut down. That was intense. I had to go old Manchester Road home, so it took me about 35 minutes to get back to my house from Derry, uh, which is a little bit of a hike. You know, that's a little bit of a drive when you're only supposed to be on the road for like 12 minutes, maybe 14 speed limit. Um, but. <laughs> It was, it was, it was wild. People were all over the place. Uh, you know, I, I love four wheel drive. I love all wheel drive. Uh, but remember people, um, ice and rubber and anything doesn't matter what we're doing. Uh, none of this was made for us to be able to drive on ice or move a specific way, like on ice. It's all the components that we have in our vehicles are meant to get us out of snow they're meant to move us across it and they're not meant for stopping like there is like you gotta remember when you're going to stop when you hit those brakes you're basically turning that snow into ice when you slide across it so it's just going to get more and more slippery so just remember like those things are great um but they don't do everything you know you still got to be aware of what's going on um, but the flash freeze is completely different because if you saw the news, um, it was crazy. Like everybody's parked on the highway because obviously there's something going on. So you got all the traffic backed up and then you just see all the tractor trailers and everything just, you know, 
I was like, oh, wow. See, I didn't understand what was going on until I got home and watched the news. And then we saw that video around 6 o'clock that night. And I was like, oh, so everybody was at a standstill. And then ice just appeared underneath everybody's tires. And, of course, our roads are tilted for water. And that's it. Everybody slides. I mean, I saw a video. I couldn't bring it up here because I, I forgot where I saw it, but... Um, guy backs out of his driveway and his driveway is at a slant and he backs out, but he was supposed to turn. He couldn't turn and he just all the way down the street. You don't get to see what happens when he gets down to the bottom of the driveway. But again, ice, ice is brutal. Um, that's why like you have to be very cautious when, uh, it gets warm and stuff starts melting and then it gets cold at night that's not water anymore. That's that's a patch of ice. So be aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, that instant, that, that, that one thing that happened, you know, while everybody was at a standstill, I mean, there's no avoiding that. You can't, you can't do anything. There's no e-brake. Nothing's going to work. So, and I had somebody tell me, oh, my car, my truck tears through the snow. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. But I'm thinking to myself, what about stopping? What about, what about, uh, ice? You know, it's like, I think we forget that, um, these components are only meant for one thing and that's getting you unstuck. It's not meant for stopping. It's so if you're going 60 miles an hour in the snow and you have to quick stop, there's no such thing as a quick stop. You're, you're going to stop, and you're going to continue sliding at, like, 60 miles an hour. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I wish, I, I think I have a different view on this because where I was without my license for six years, I, um, I drove in all snowstorms. That was the only time I would drive is when the roads were horrible. And it wasn't because, like, I... I it was because I had no license, cops were busy, you know, and I could drive. And I knew as long as I went the speed limit, which in the snow, you're going under the speed limit anyways. So I was like, oh, they'll never pull me over because they're too busy actually pulling people out of ditches and this and that and accidents and stuff like that. So I used that opportunity to be able to drive. And because I did that, I got really, really good at driving in the snow. So even though I was without my license for six years, I never stopped driving in the snow. I'm not recommending this to anybody. Don't take the chance if you don't have to. Um, You know, don't get yourself in more trouble. Because remember, if you get caught without your license, um, they'll take it away even longer and in fact, they can permanently revoke it after like three strikes. So remember, driving is a privilege, not a right. Um, so I don't want you to jeopardize uh, your privilege um, like I jeopardize mine. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is I got I got to become a better driver in the snow because I would use that time to drive. So uh, this brings me to Friday, the snowstorm. Awesome, right? I'm like, yay, I woke up in the morning, it was just starting to really come down, Um, by the time 
uh, I was like, well, if I go and shovel right at this very moment at 7 o'clock in the morning, 6, 7 o'clock, I was like, there's nothing there right now. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go out there at like 7.30 when there's actually something accumulated. And, of course, you know, the people that live next to me, uh, you know, renters are great, whatever, but they don't give a shit about anything because you don't have to. And I don't blame you. That's the whole point of renting. That's why I enjoyed renting. That's probably why most people enjoy renting. The property's not your problem. What's inside of that uh, apartment is. Um, so they just drove out, and, of course, I get angry, at, and, and I'm out there, and I'm shoveling. hour and a half goes by. Go get up to the shop. I think it was 11.30, driving about 50 miles an hour the entire way up. So it took a while to get there. I think it was an hour and 10 minutes. Um, I get there, I shovel out, shovel four times total at the shop to get it to where it needed to be for the next morning. I freaking go home. And, of course, that night I get to shovel out again. Um, So it was a lot. And I was very tired of it by the time I was done. Um, but it is what it is. It's snow. It's New England. Um, the road weren't too bad when I was heading home. I was doing like 70 the whole way. Um, there is this new thing that's happening in New Hampshire. I keep seeing articles that I won't click pop up. I'm going to do a little bit more investigation, but it looks like they're putting, um, cameras on highways for specifically, to clock people going over 80 um, is what I've now taken it as. It's my opinion, I guess. Um, i got to read more into it, but it looks like these cameras are going to be popping up on the highway. They're going to be able to tell how fast we're going, and if they clock you doing more than 80, they can zoom in on your license plate, and they can send you a digital ticket. Ha-ha. <laughs> This is going to get crazy, everybody. I mean, the more access that they have um, to everything, um, you know, I mean, the more access that we have to everything, just think about how much access they have. They got more than us. They got way more, right? Um, so I've been seeing this pop up, uh, and, and it looks like to me, um, they're going to have a way to clock to see if we're going over 80 miles an hour. So no matter what the speed limit is, they can still nab you on the road for going over 65, 55, whatever highway you happen to be on. Uh, we don't have many 75-mile-an-hour highways unless you go up 93 past exit. I'm going to take a chance here. I think it's past exit 16. I think. Well, No. 23, somewhere around there, somewhere, somewhere up there, maybe 19, maybe 19, 19 to like whatever, um, going north. So we do have them sporadically um, around here. I think 89's got a 75 mile an hour zone. Don't quote me on that, but there's a few of them, but they're more up north. Um, they're not, they're not in my areas, uh, that I travel the most, you know, 65 is the fastest you can go. So they can still get you on the street, but now they're going to be able to catch you uh, with a camera. And, I mean, that's the same thing that uh, the tolls do right now. The tolls are not only capturing whether or not you have 
um, an easy pass, but they're also capturing what how fast you're going. So I don't know. My I told my wife this. When you're going through those, just go the speed limit that it says. I mean, it's literally scanning you. So I think the best thing for you to do, period, is just get down to the speed limit that's acceptable for the tolls, go through the toll, and then speed up. I, I really do because I just don't believe that you're not eventually going to get a speeding ticket if you keep speeding through something that's capturing your picture. You know what I mean? So all things like that, um, I get and, – and, and Saturday was – I mean, Friday was pretty much dead – um, you know, the people going out in the snowstorms just to buy vape stuff. Um, uh, I mean, <sighs> we got to open, right? And, and that's fine. I got myself there. I got open. I dealt with everybody, but it was a slow day. And at certain points in time, I was like, why are you on the road? If you didn't have to be on the road, why are you on the road? But you're here, you're buying stuff. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> still got a lingering cough from this bullshit that I had. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, what's happening here? And, uh, Saturday was a booming day because, you know, temperature went up with snows, you know, shoveled. And so now people are like, Oh, I didn't go out yesterday. Here we go. So we had a banging day on Saturday. Um, and then, uh, Sunday showed up. Oh shoot. Is that this Sunday or last Sunday? Let me think. Uh, I think that's this Sunday, right? I think I'm mixing up my two weeks, too. So that's fine. Um, but, yeah, so, because last Sunday, what did I do last Sunday? Well, that was the second, wasn't it? Today's the 10th. God, I hate my brain. Um, Yeah, because that would have brought, yeah, 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 yeah. I slept in Sunday. I uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I slept in on Sunday. I stayed I I went I stayed asleep until 8. Um cuz I was exhausted. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh shoveling all that time and doing all those things and just grind grind grind. I was exhausted and I just shut off. I shut my alarm off and I just slept. Uh my my dog whimpering um cuz he had to go to the bathroom was what woke me up. But we had a great day. It was supposed to rain, so I was trying to get all the shopping done um, before it rained. And then, um, yeah, it was just, it was fantastic that uh, uh, it rained because I literally didn't want to do a thing. And I didn't. I, I, I lifted uh, the weights a few times, did like, like 30, 40 reps, um, but basically sat on my couch uh, absorbed the television and did stuff from my laptop that I needed to get done. And it was just awesome. So we watched, uh, sing to, I liked it a lot. And I know I probably don't have a strong opinion on movies because I think I'm the only person that liked matrix. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of people and everybody's like, that was shit. And if you liked it, you're shit. And I was like, ah, but I liked it. So I guess I'm shit. But, uh, Sing 2 was fun, and then I watched uh, Don't Look Up. That was great. I, I loved it. I thought it was so well done. Um, to me, it, it hit all the points. 
It hit all the points. All the believers, all the non-believers, all the money-hungry assholes that we have in our in our government um, just doing what they want to do to get money and all this. I was like, yes, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is great, right? Um, so I loved it. I loved, I thought the comedy was there. I mean, every time the girl brought up how she got charged for free shit, I mean, I was, I was dying. I was like, she keeps bringing it up. She won't stop. This is hilarious. So I thought the comedy was there. Um, it might've been a little bit dry at times, but I thought it was, it was definitely there. Um, and the point, the point that you can yell and scream at the top of your lungs something that is absolutely 100% true and still people will not believe you or they'll just push it off for the gossip and the stupid clickbait shit. And I was just like, I hope, I said it about halfway through the movie. I was like, I hope the asteroid hits. She's like, why? And I go, because then those people will be like, shit, I should have listened. Or, or the, the higher-ups, they should have listened. Nobody listens. Now, I'm not saying that everything that's ever brought up is, you know, 100%. But when you got scientists, you have these people that are, they've majored in this, right? They doctored in it. When they come and tell you, hey, we've all done the math, and the answer is exactly the same, you can't say I don't believe that answer. You know, so I, I thought it was I would thought it was done uh, very well. I really enjoyed it, and it was nice to get those two movies. Uh, I I just I don't know. It was really nice to get them out from underneath me. You know, it was just certain things that uh, I hear talked about in the podcast all week and stuff like that. I like to get up to date and see what everybody's talking about. But some people really hated that movie and other people were like, no, it was great. I'm on the great side, but I also like the matrix. So take that with a grain of salt because sing two was fun. Hey, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a connoisseur of movies. Um, but that brings us into today. And, um, you know, uh, woke up this morning at six, uh, fully refreshed too. Uh, I was feeling really good. Um, did some, uh, did some, uh, reps with the weights again. Um, nothing crazy. I did like 50, um, and I'm just doing them slow. I'm doing them slow. I'm not doing, uh, 30 seconds down, 30 seconds up, uh, right now. Um, I'm more of, uh, I don't know. I think I clocked myself about eight seconds in between. So it, it's a slow push, but it's not. Uh, that slow. I want to slow it down uh, a lot more um, to give myself a little bit more resistance, at least with the bench pressing. So I've been doing, uh, you know, 75 pounds, uh, and I'm trying to do slow reps, um, which people that do a lot better than I do, to give you an idea, they're doing like 30 total. Um, but they're doing 30 seconds down, 30 seconds up, which is crazy slow. So I don't know how they're counting that. Um, I, I can't do it. I can't like push the weight and count and go slow. My brain shuts down. It's like, uh, you can kind of go slow. You can kind of count, 
but you definitely got to push this. So I'm trying to work all that out right now, but that's what, I've, what I'm working on. So I did that, uh, like I said, I did 50 of them this morning just to get the arms pumped up um, because it's jujitsu and your arms are your best defense. So I'm always working on those. I want people off of me. I want to be able to push them away. And if I'm pushing them in a direction, I want them to go in the direction that I'm pushing them in. So this is one of my major goals this year is to get my upper body strength better so that my jujitsu, um, it gets better. Uh, but, uh, we working today, uh, got, I got a few submissions and I was very, very happy with myself because it was something that I don't normally do. Um, so when I locked it up and it worked, uh, just excitement, you know? Um, I got that twice today and then, um, uh, I was rolling with, uh, um, this other gentleman, uh, blue belt and, uh, he was trying to get into side control. And so my side is on the mat. My face is on the mat and now he is sliding into side control, I put my arms up to block his shoulder and bicep. And as I did that, his knee went into my nose. Now, this is the third match. Um, so I, I took it, it hit, and I had to stop. And I was like, oh, shit, my nose. Of course, I'm mentally freaking out. After I've had my septum repaired, I don't want anything to go wrong with it. It hurts a little bit right now. She's tender. Um, but it's not structurally uh, broken or anything like that. So it was just a it was a good bang of the knee. Definitely uh, went like this. Got some blood. It's pouring down my hand. I'm like, oh, crap. So I put my hands under like this so I can run off the mats, go to the bathroom, and stuff uh, uh, toilet paper up the nose until I can't stuff it anymore. And I just tear it off and then stuff it up in there. So my nose is out to here. Um, I like, I need to make it any bigger than it already is. Um, but so I stuff both sides up and, uh, and I just rip off the paper and stuff it in there real tight. And I come out of the bathroom and I head back onto the mat and, uh, um, you know, one of my uh, one of my professors is sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, cool." I get back down, and she's like, "Are you are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, it was just a bloody nose, but I'm not dripping blood, so we're good to go, right? Um, so I was, I've seen it, and I'm not saying this to down anybody else, but I've seen people get some bumps and bruises, and then sit out after. And I'm not knocking them if you feel like that's what's best for you, then then great. There, there's been plenty of times where I've gotten injured on the mats and I've had to stop doing what I needed to do. But I was happy that it was just a bloody nose and I could push everything up in there and I could get back out on the mats. I was proud of myself for uh, doing that. It's not something that's always in my wheelhouse. Normally I'm like, I better take it easy. And I was just like, you know what? I'm so sick of taking it easy right now. I'm just getting back out here. And then I got a submission. So, hey, you know, sometimes 
the injury's not that bad, but the person that did it was super apologetic. Um, too, 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 almost too much. But I was just like, dude, this is fine. It's fine. It's part of the game. This is what we're here for. This is it. Like, now I know if I'm in a fight, I get a knee to the face, I might be able to take that. You know, I might be bleeding from my nose in the middle of a real fight, but at least I know um, I, I had the opportunity to stop, right? And I had the opportunity to go stuff my nose so that my blood didn't get everywhere, um, and then I'm washing mats. So, but if you're in a real fight, you don't have that opportunity. But now I know I would just, I would just let it bleed at that point. But I, the bump initially shocked me. And so dealing with that shock and then understanding how my body felt with it, I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad, you know? So like, like I keep saying, it's a, it's a learning experience. Now I've learned that uh, my nose can take a little bit of a bump and I don't have to worry about it that much. Because I was very worried about it. I mean, when you spend a lot of money to fix your face, um, you don't want to break that. I enjoy breathing out of my nose now. Um, but you know what I didn't enjoy? The blood. And it started, it got me thinking. When these guys and girls are in there fighting and they break their nose, and now they're just bleeding, and they're in the middle of a fight. How much of that do they swallow? I was like, this is, I mean, all I could taste was metal, right? And I'm like, oh, it's gross. And then, you know, a little bit goes down, and you're like, oh, I just swallowed it. Ugh. Their nose is hemorrhaging, or their eye is hemorrhaging. It's pouring down their face. I mean, do they get sick from maybe drinking too much blood, or are they constantly like, you know, is that like a, a thing that they teach you in fighting where like if you, oh, you get, you get your busted nose and that blood's coming down, don't breathe in, blow it out, blow it out. But I don't think like when I got bumped and I went to the bathroom, I started blowing my nose and I go, oh shit, you're not supposed to do that, right? Because I don't think you're supposed to blow your nose um, um, when it's bleeding, um, because that doesn't allow it to dry. So I don't know if the same rule applies when you're fighting, but once it's broken, I'm pretty sure it's shut off. You know, it's all, it's all swollen. All the, all the canals are closed. So I don't think you're going to be blowing air, but they're probably, probably breathing out so that they're not swallowing as much. I don't know. That's got to be a tough spot to be in. Not only are you in the middle of like surviving, but now you have a broken nose or you got blood pouring down your face and now you're like, oh, I can't swallow this. Um, I wonder how that plays out. I don't know. I don't know who to ask though. Oh, well, maybe I'll ask Rick, right? Great questions for next podcast. What happens when you start bleeding from the face? What What is that like? Are you drowning? Like, are you trying not to swallow that blood, right? I think those are all great questions. I mean, I'm curious. I need to know how to deal with this shit. That's crazy. I, I, I started thinking about that when I was in the shower. And I was like, man, that's got to be 
even more brutal than being in the fight itself. Because now not only are you surviving, but you're trying to breathe. Oh. And I have to say, when I was in a match with a, uh, today after plugging my nose and somebody got on top of me, I was like, oh, shit, I can't breathe out of my nose. It was like a game changer. I had to go back uh, on my side in order to be able to breathe because I couldn't use my nose and my mouth was not working. I was like, oh, my God, it's been a, it's been a while now since I fixed it. So now I'm accustomed to breathing out of it. So when it wasn't there, I was like, whoa, my brain was like, what, what, what do I do now? And it's like, well, you go back to where you were. And it's like, ah, okay, let me try. So that was really, uh, it, was, it, was, it was intense. It was fun. But like I keep saying as well, this is just part of the game. It's part of the game. Shit happens. Like I said, most people, when this happens, we all feel bad. We're not there to hurt each other. But sometimes you get a little bumped or a little bruised or a little bloody nose. You know what I mean? But it made the class great. Working with Tyler was fun today. Um, you know, so that and that brings me. That's it. You know, that's my week. That is my week. This is what's been going on. Um, I do have to say the goals that I have put in place, um, you know, may not, um, they're not alcohol and drug related per se besides my nicotine. Um, but I do have to say that like my, the things that I'm going through for myself right now, um, drinking's not even on the table anymore. Um, which is very interesting to me um, with my wife still drinking, uh, with friends and family still drinking, um, with all the holiday stuff that goes on where alcohol is uh, advertised even more than it should be, period. Um, pretty, pretty intense uh, enjoyment that I got when I realized I wasn't even thinking about it. You know what I mean? So I was, I was just like, oh, okay. So this is where I'm at in my life is now it's just not even a thought anymore. I, and I'm not saying it's gone. I'm not saying that. It's just it doesn't have the pull on me that it once did. <clears throat> and for me to be able to say that is actually incredible. Um, it's something I never thought I would ever say. Um, this is not somewhere I thought I'd ever be. This is where I've always wanted to be. Um, I've always wanted to be the person that I'm turning into. Um, but I really did not think it was going to ever happen. And I also, um, didn't want to, um, you know, I didn't want to ever say anything because I was always worried that I would go back on my own word because I was very good at lying to myself. Um, so having such a deep history of lying to myself and not telling others what I'm doing, it was, it was very easy to slide back into the old me. And now that I've made everything public and I come out publicly about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, and I'm not trying to clout or uh boast or what what uh, you insert word uh, i'm not trying to do any of that what i'm trying to do is 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 make it so that 
I don't forget, right? I'm I can't forget because I have to re-listen to this and edit it and put it up. So I'm constantly listening to myself say these things over and over and over again. And I have to say this was the easiest holidays I've ever had. The easiest. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I already told you pretty much all about it, um, um, but it was just awesome. And again, you know, Christmas with the shitty drive, the shitty weather. Oh, man, so much driving I had to do. All in shit weather. All in it. And it was fine. We, we got to our destinations a lot slower. Um, but you know what? We got there in one piece. Everybody got their stuff. And then it was next destination, next destination. And we all had a really good time. Um, but yeah, I forgot to mention that. I drove in more shit. But that's because I, I got really good at driving in the snow. But even with all the things going on during the holidays, I, I wasn't focused on drinking. Which is so nice to uh, finally say, you know, I'm definitely focused on a hell of a lot more important things in my life. And I now know that that one thing could destroy all of this going on. And I'm like, and I think that's why my brain is finally shutting off to it. Um, Because, hey, Barry, hey, my dog joined me. This is interesting. You want to say hi, Barry? You want to say hi? Come here. Come here. Want to say hi? Come here. Come here. You feel cold. Oh, hi, everybody. This is Barry. Look over here. Look over here, buddy. Hey, look over here. Ooh, there you are. <laughs> it is my Barry. He is going to be seven years old on the 12th. Yeah, two days. He's going to be seven. Ah, super pumped. My other one's going to be nine. Okay. What are you doing, buddy? You going to hang out? All right, that's fine. I'll get back into it. Um, so, yeah, it's just really, the, the, it was really easy to get through um, these holidays um, this year. This year, and only this year. Uh, the last couple of years have been a little rough, um, and, and I thought that this was going to be even more difficult because um, this was the first uh, group of holidays, um, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, New Year's without Ma. And you know what? It wasn't. I will be honest, we didn't talk about it. I don't think it was necessary to talk about it, but what I'm saying is is that I thought we were all going to be talking about it. You know, I thought those I um I thought those memories and stuff like that, um I thought we were going to talk about them and when we didn't, um you know, it was just it was it was pretty cool. It was it was great to have um those good times. And, you know, we ended up talking afterwards, but it was it was just really nice. And I thought it was going to be much more difficult than it turned out to be um, without her. Yeah. You want to just uh, shut the door? No, you're fine. I love you. Um, but, yeah, so now that those things are all coming together and alcohol is becoming this less and less than um, – you know, I think it's I think it just gets easier. 
Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, um, you know, to never fall back. I'm hoping that this just gets further and further away from me to the point where it's not a thought anymore. Um, but I have a funny feeling it's, you know, like our feelings when we bury them, right? We bury our feelings. We bury our anger, excuse me. We bury that stuff. And then all of a sudden we hit that thing. Oh, God, excuse me. We hit that thing that triggers that emotion, right? And then all of a sudden you blow up out of nowhere. And not only are you mad about what's going on in that moment, but now you're bringing up all the stuff that you had buried, which could be weeks or months worth of crap, and you just blow up. Well, I believe that that's what I'm doing with my alcoholism now is that I feel confident enough to bury it. Um, but is that a dangerous thing? You know, is it? Is it dangerous for me to bury my addiction and almost try to forget about it? I think that is to be true as well. I think this is keeping me uh, bringing it up which is constantly putting it in my face. Um, so therefore, I don't feel like I'm completely burying that. So I'm hoping that this exercise is going to allow me to bury it, but not, um, not, not recognize it, if I'm saying that correctly, if you understand what I'm saying. So this is, you know... I have to say that there is so much <laughs> that I'm working on. I wish I could tell you it was one thing or this thing or, you know, I'm just going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to get here. It's not. You know, I've got this. I got that one. I've got these ones. I've got more and more, and it's just layers on layers of stuff that I'm working on this year. And that's why I know in my mind, um, you know, my uh, OCD – um, and anal retentiveness, and then my ADHD, they're all working, like, together. So I can never be doing, like, one project. I got to be doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, when I finish here and I get prepped for work, it's more than just prepping for work. It's cooking dinner. It's doing this. It's feeding the dogs. It's doing dishes. It's all of it. That's when I do my best, is when I have five things at once, that all need to be done at the exact same time, that's when I'm doing my best. I can, I can do all these little things, and by the time that I'm finished, everything is where it needs to be, and I'm done. So I believe that for me, having all of these goals and all of these uh, little things to achieve to get to the end um, is what is helping me deal with this and helping me uh, almost bury it because I'm just keeping myself busy. And that's why I said uh, weeks ago, I think, you know, if you are having trouble staying away from whatever you're trying to stay away from or you're having trouble bettering yourself or you're having trouble um, um, changing your routines and stuff like that, um, one little thing that always helps me is that um, you just you just got to do it, you know? 
You just, you just got to. You just have to do it. Keep yourself busy. Change your routines. Change the people you're hanging out with. Change the way you eat. Change the way you live. Change what you're doing during times of the day. You know, if you're sitting around doing nothing, well, then get up and go do that thing that you were going to do and then sit down and do nothing. You know, get treat maybe maybe what i'm trying to say is is almost like burt kreischer it, he gets rewards right he rewards himself now he's doing um what he does and he sees everything as a treat which is kind of crazy but at the same time i understand where he's coming from you know when i do something i treat myself now i'm not treating myself with alcohol or uh, candy and, you know, stuff like that. But I reward myself by um, um, watching a little bit of TV. You know, I'm getting a little bit of TV and I'm getting a little bit of this and I'm doing something for myself. Maybe, maybe I'm just coming up here on the computer and searching for a few things that I needed to do. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but if you can just get yourself out of your stinking thinking because that's what that is. It's stinking thinking. You're just doing the same old, same old, same old, same old, expecting a different result. And the fact that I've changed everything in my life a hundred percent is the reason I believe that now this is becoming a distant memory for me. Because I'm just so overwhelmed with everything else. That's way more important. There is nothing more important um, than, I mean, alcohol will never be more important than anything going on in my life anymore. And I think once the importance of whatever you're doing starts to fade away, I think that's where I am today. And I'm like, oh. It's not important to me, so therefore I don't need it. But you have to do all the work into the be- in the beginning, all the stuff I just mentioned, in order to get here is what I believe. And I'm not saying this is going to work for you, but you got to do something different. You can't keep doing what you're doing. And, and that's what I was doing. You know, I, five years ago, I was doing the same stupid thing over and over and over again, having the same conversations, watching the same stuff, you know, sitting at the same times, doing this at this time. Everything was the same, and it wasn't until I started changing everything and getting out of this comfort zone that really, really helped me, and I believe that's why um, today alcohol is just not even a thought. Um, it's easy to look away from. Do I still get irritated when, you know, my wife gets drunk? Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to go away. Once we get sober and we see someone hammered, um, that's close to us that doesn't have to be drinking, but does, I think I've, I, I don't believe that it's jealousy anymore. I do believe I was jealous at one point, um, now it's more of uh, a little bit of irritation 
And that's only because when we talk, um, nothing is remembered. And then I have to remember that she had many of those conversations with me. I don't think that that makes this fair. I don't. I don't think because I screwed up uh, X amount of years for her that she gets to do it to me. I don't think that's a fair trade. I've had a few friends tell me that that's exactly how it's supposed to be. I will say that's fine because if we're really going to do it that way, she's got one more year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once I'm six years sober, it's over. I don't have to tolerate it anymore. I can 80, you know what I mean? I'm not going to. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, that's not the way we should think of things. It's not, I did it to you, now you get to do it to me for the same amount of time. It doesn't work that way, as far as I'm concerned. But there's ways of dealing with it. Now it's more like, okay, if she's going to get that way, then I just need to, allow her to talk about what she wants to talk about because she just goes off sometimes. And then I can try to talk to her about whatever she's talking about, but I'm not going to get into something that's actually important. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm picking and choosing my battles at this point. I don't think with all the battles that I'm fighting myself, I don't think that's another one I want to take on right now. So I'm just letting it go. And I just realized, you know, uh, I think it was like four or five days ago, there was a very important conversation that was not, uh, that I thought we were having. And then the next day I found out that she doesn't even remember the conversation. So that has allowed me to uh, rethink everything um, and change my mind again and go, okay, so instead of this, now I do this. Whenever she's drinking, nothing that is as nothing of super super importance gets discussed. We'll just discuss everything else, and the super important stuff I'll just hit her with in the morning when she wakes up. And I think that's going to help me deal with her drinking, right? So we have to do this shit. Otherwise, we're going to fall off track and you're going to go right back to where you were. And I can't be doing that because then there's no podcast. There's no guests. There's no there's none of this. You know, I, I mean, I don't even know where anything would go. And I don't want to find out is where I'm at. Um, I'm such I have put myself in such a good spot that I never want to turn back ever again. So and I hope it stays that way, you know. But I also don't want anybody to think that, that um, you know, um, it's over for me, right? It's never over. It's just finally it's not in front of everything else anymore. So it's still there. It's just moved a whole bunch of places back. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about this new year. I'm excited about moving on. And I'm super excited I got to talk to all of you. So uh, before we get into anything else today, it's time to pay the bills. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Or in the description underneath the video. Uh, but these guys have it all. I mean... 
high-quality clothing. You looking for it, it's here. I mean, their T-shirts are amazing. They last wash after wash. Um, the leggings are incredible. Um, not only do they have all of that stuff, but they got great stuff for the winter. They got gloves. They got hats. They got uh, uh, sweatshirts and sweatpants. So all of those things are available today at Slowdown. And all you have to do is click and purchase. Now, I just refreshed the web page. I don't know how much longer this is going to last, but they are still doing their Christmas 15% off. So go get something now before they get rid of that 15% off, you know? I'm hoping it lasts for at least until you see this video. Um, but yeah, all their products are great. They're all high quality. They're just amazing. Um, and of course, you know, I know it's winter. Um, but they still have options to get some beach towels and board shorts and all those things that we will be looking forward to this spring and summer. So they've got a ton to choose from. The selection doesn't stop growing, and there's always new stuff. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or in the description below the video. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. You can shop inside our store and feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Uh, we've got it all. I mean, there's nothing in stock. There's nothing we don't have. Um, flavored juices, disposables, rechargeable disposables, uh, menthol juices, menthol flavored juices. We've just got it. I've got all these wonderful devices like the IPX80. You know, I've got the friggin' GPRIV Pro. I've got the GPRIV. I mean, these things are just amazing, amazing devices. Um, we've got NIN pouches. We've got uh, uh, Nikki Drop lozenges. So there's all kinds of ways to get off of your cigarettes, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery is going to help you do that. Um, we're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., and you can use your cash. Yeah, I know there's a lot of stores out there today not using cash. That's crazy. We take cash all the time. So your cash is more than welcomed at our store. And, of course, feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And I look forward to seeing you there, naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Yeah, that link is also in the description below the video. If you want to go ahead, go ahead and click it because that's going to get you here faster to get your lip balm, your body balm, your salve, your beard oil, your foot and body soak. And of course, as of right now, feeling rosy foot and bath soak is marked down from 10 to $6, but it's still in stock. Absolutely phenomenal. So that's 6 different products from this organic company naturalbossnh.com yeah n-a-t-u-r-a-l-b-o-s-s-n-h.com buy one or all six of these products today so we are gonna get into this week's current events covid friggin crap going on i had mentioned earlier that i was sick on the 28th and uh you know um the tests, um, negative, um, tests days later, negative. 
And then um, I had all the same symptoms as uh, somebody who popped positive on the 30th. So I don't know what that means. All, I have heard that the tests are not very uh, adequate um, or accurate, um, which is fine. But the problem I have with everything is why are these tests inaccurate? Why are these tests um, not in abundance right now? Well, I have an idea of why. Because when we did the double vaccination and they told us you don't have to wear a mask, they also destroyed a warehouse full of COVID tests because they thought we were done with COVID. And then recently um, they come up with uh, uh, a whole place of warehouse again, I believe, and all the COVID tests were expired. Now, I didn't know there was an expiration on these things. Probably a good idea, but, I mean, realistically, do they need to expire? What I'm, what I'm saying is, is if the tests are inaccurate, and if you're double vaccinated and had COVID, or had COVID and not vaccinated, or just double vaccinated with booster shots, Omicron's getting through getting through it's a mild head cold um you get some chest stuff um you get headaches um that's probably the most common of the two um that shows that you have uh covid is the slight chest pains with the headache um from everything that i've read read up on and listened to of course these are just my opinions these are not facts i am not a person to be getting facts from trust me if anything i am the person you should be fact checking all the time. But so COVID tests are not easily acquired right now. Now, they laughed in the press's face when they said we need you to mail out tests to everybody and they were like, "What are we supposed to do? Just mail out tests." And now they're mailing out tests. You have to click a link and put yourself on and I'm not doing that because I uh, I don't know what's real, what's fake. You got to think if if the if they're putting out, you got to be very careful. Is what I think. Um, I mean, I got recently a couple emails, uh, shit saying that like, thanks for your subscription to this. Um, you know, if you want to stop this payment, click this link. That's a scam, people. But anyways, so what I'm what I'm trying to say here is is our government keeps fucking up, right? They're throwing away tests that they didn't need to. Uh, they're, they're thinking that we're done with this. Then they realize we're not. Now they're telling us to do all this shit. And now here we go again with the stimulus check bullshit. Um, you know, I'm tired of hearing about it. They're, they're, they're getting rid of the child tax breaks. They're getting rid of, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but the, but the, but then they're mandating that people get vaccinated in order to keep their jobs. So now these people are losing their jobs. They're getting no benefits. They're trying to tell us all that if you don't get vaccinated, health insurance shouldn't cover you. No, that's wrong. That is absolutely 100% wrong. Our insurance companies shouldn't be basing our insurance off of whether or not we get vaccinated. They never did before. They shouldn't start now. That should not be okay. Um, but if you're going to do stimulus checks, just do them. Um, I saw a tweet recently. Oh, if you're going to make everybody stay at home, just send us money. Uh, how about no? We all know at this moment in time 
that lockdowns don't work, staying home doesn't work, keeping kids out of school not needed, all of the things that they're trying to reinstate, all the mandates are unnecessary. It is ridiculous that you're telling people they have to go back to work. You have to keep paying your bills. Everybody around us gets to jack up their prices. And then you're like, oh, you wanted your job? You got to get vaccinated now. Well, I don't want to. Well, now you're fired. Well, that is wrong, too. And as far as I'm concerned, they should be um, um, they should have full access to getting benefits from being fired from their job. It doesn't matter why they got fired. It just matters that they got fired and now you can get benefits because you were filed for unlawful reason or whatever have you. Now you can file for your unemployment. They are trying to blockade that. So my question is, if you're going to do all of these things, these mandates, firing people, allowing corporations to raise their prices on products that we all know that they're not paying more money to actually produce, um, the gas inflation, all of this stuff. So you're going to take more and more from us, right? And then you're going to take away people's jobs, but then you expect them to continue paying. Please explain to me how are people supposed to do this? How are you expecting the economy to get better? How are you expecting anything to get back to where it was if you just keep putting more and more people out of work? And the reason I bring all of this up at the same time is because I saw an article on unemployment. And they're like, they added X amount of jobs. Hooray! And it's like, well, what the fuck are those jobs? Are those a bunch of people uh, getting McDonald's jobs? or Because the people that I'm watching get fired are nurses and doctors and medical staff and people in the military and, and, and all these bigger corporations what are you doing? Like, what, what is happening here? And how are we ever supposed to come back from this? And do I even believe that you get, like, that unemployment went down? Because I don't believe it did. Maybe the people got their jobs, then you put the mandate in effect, and now they all lost their jobs, and now they're going to go back to unemployment. So maybe for that one little blip in time, you had people hired, you had unemployment down, but then you fired all these people and now they got to go back on employment. We'll see. I don't believe anything that's coming out of any of their mouths almost all the time anymore. It's just a bunch of bullshit like the stimulus check. You, why do you keep dangling the carrot if you're never going to let the horse eat it? You know what I'm saying? The horse is eventually going to get fed up with listening to you and he's either just going to take the carrot from you because you keep dangling it in front of his face or he's just going to give up on that carrot because he just doesn't believe anymore. And that's where I'm at. I'm the horse, and they keep dangling this fucking carrot, and I'm done with the carrot. I don't even want it. I don't even fucking care anymore. You people have done nothing but lie to us for over two years now, as far as I'm concerned. It feels like over two years. And I'm done with it. So keep your money. Get rid of your mandates. Allow people to function and just allow people to do what makes them feel safe. I've been saying this for weeks, 
months, whatever it's been, but we just all need to feel safe. And if you feel safe in a mask, double vaxxed, triple boosted, then good for you. And if the person next to you felt safe getting COVID and not getting vaccinated at all, well, then good for that person, right? Took the chance, survived, and now that's it. That's all we can do. You can't keep doing this to us. This is not America. This is not American. This is craziness. And it's stupid bullshit. And we just, we need to stop this. We need we need to stop this. And I don't know how we do it because these corporations are listening to the lawyers. And the lawyers are telling them to do X, Y, and Z. Because then if something happens to this person, we're no longer liable. And I believe that's where the mandates come in. Because they're thinking, and this is only from bits and pieces of stuff that I've gathered, but what they're thinking is, is if you get vaccinated, then you get boosted, and then you come to work, and if you get COVID, yeah, you can you can be out of work, but now it's your PTO, it's your sick time, um, it, it's your everything, and we're no longer liable for anything. But if you don't give us the option to have that option by not getting boosted, vaxxed, whatever, then we have to let you go because we can't take the chance of you getting sick and then us having to pay out. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You know, these corporations are fucking making a shit ton off of us um, for shit that's not costing them anymore, and I'm I'm so tired of it. Why is gas over $4 a gallon? It doesn't need to be. You know? It doesn't need to be. Why is all of my... Why are all my groceries going up? You know? Why are, why are these things happening? Well, they're happening because these corporations need an increase. Their stocks are going down. They need a way to revive themselves, and this is... So they keep going back to, well, it's inflation. And because it's inflation, they inflate. So they're using inflation to inflate. This is fucking madness. So we're all suffering. We have no income. We have no jobs. Or we have a job, but it's not great. Or we, we're just barely skimming by here. I wish I could comfortably say that most of the time I'm floating above water. But guess what? I'm barely getting my neck above it. You know, and now it's like they just want more. I don't have any more to give. So I guess I'm just going to have to go without. And that's shitty. And I feel like it's being taken away from me. But that's what they're doing to all of us. They've taken it all away from us. And they're trying to take more and more and more. And if we keep allowing them to take, then... They're just going to keep taking. They're never going to stop taking. And they're never going to give back. You know? So, I just think uh, all of this stuff is wrong. I think this is stupid at this point. We were supposed to get these uh, uh, way back in July or August of 2021. And then they pushed it off till November. Then they pushed it off to December. And here they are again with the carrot. And, uh, you know, there, there might be $1,100 that you're going to get, you know, but I mean, that's going to pay for, 
the house you no longer have, right? Um, that's going to pay um, for that car that got repoed um, because you couldn't make payments, right? So what are they? What have they helped any of us with? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just I'm angry about all of this. I'm sick of um, them using these excuses to do what they're doing, and I'm tired of being the little guy that always gets squashed. <sighs> Great comedian. Uh, 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 one of, one of my favorites to, uh, listen to, uh, I mean, I used to watch Full House, not Fuller House, Full House, uh, when it would come out every week when I was a kid, that's what we watched. And, uh, Bob Saget was awesome. He was awesome. He was hilarious. I loved him in that show. And then years later, when I got into, uh, more comedy and stuff, um, I found out he was a comedian, um, and then I watched some of his comedy. Oh, no, I listened to it. I think it was on a tape or a record, possibly. Um, but I, I didn't realize he was a dirty comic, and then I fell in more love with him, and I found him even more enjoyable because dirty, dark comedy is my favorite. Uh, I will, I mean, Anthony Jeselnik, uh, probably the best uh, I've I mean, when he was on Comedy Central making dead baby jokes, absolutely my favorite comic at the time. Um, you know, Tosh. Um, um, I could keep going. I could keep going. But we're talking about Bob Saget. Um, I can't believe it. I can't believe he passed and he was 65. I think that's one year younger than my dad. Um, you know, and this is what I start thinking about at this age. I'm like, oh, man, you know, all these people are passing in their 60s, mid-60s, late 60s. Um, uh, you know, Betty White made it to 99. I mean, everybody's like, oh, she almost made it to 100. Don't feel bad for her. She had a great life. Do you think she really cares if she made it to 100? I don't. I think that woman friggin' killed it. She had a great life. She had a good time. She was so popular. So many shows she was on. I mean, she just had a fulfilled life, and she made it to 99, guys, girls, everybody. It's crazy. I hope I make it to 99, you know? But I have a funny feeling that my alcoholic brain, uh, the sponge that it used to be, I, I have a feeling in a, in a uh, maybe 20, 30 years from now, I'm hoping, I bet you we're going to see some Alzheimer's and, um, what's that, dementia, you know? I, I believe that. I I don't think I dodged that bullet. If anything, drinking the way I did probably opened that door up for me. But they're saying that he was found in his hotel room, um, you know, no drugs, no nothing. So my thoughts are he did his show, he went to bed, and he just didn't wake up. Um, you know, I don't know if he had any underlying uh, complications, um, but I'm going to play this as a tribute to uh, Bob Saget, you know, one of one of my favorite comedians, and I, I think this is just sad and tragic, and, you know, he'll be missed. He was hilarious. He was on podcast recently, Theo Vaughn and somebody else. I mean, just a, a monster of a comic. He was still out there doing his thing, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really going to, I'm going to miss this one. Yeah, and there's not too there's not a lot of famous people that die and I'm like, "Oh my god." But this one hit me yesterday and I was just like, "What the fuck?" 
How you doing? I'm, I'm Danny Tanner, DJ's dad. Bob Saget may have been best known as America's favorite single dad of the late 80s and early 90s, Danny Tanner, raising three daughters on the show Full House. Okay, I have everyone sandwiched just the way they want them. Turkey all white meat, turkey and Swiss. Swiss, no turkey. Turkey all dark meat, extra tomato. Turkey, extra turkey. Turkey, half dark meat, half white meat. And peanut butter and banana. Hold the turkey. <laughs> The show dominated primetime airwaves for eight years and was rebooted as Fuller House in 2016 on Netflix, starring many of the same child actors now grown up. I just screamed the loudest when I saw them. I was like, oh my God, it's Bob Saget! I do that too when I wake up in the morning. Saget was also the host of America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh yeah, that's right, I forgot he did that. On Sunday nights from 1989 to 97, showing America our own most embarrassing candid moments, perhaps the audience's first experience with user-generated content in an era where the camcorder became ubiquitous in middle-class households. If you think I'm going to do some bad impression of a French chef, <laughs> you are right, mon ami. <laughs> For later generations, he was the voice of an older Ted Mosby. Then I remembered, Cindy had a roommate. A roommate I only caught a glimpse of telling his TV children oh. through nine seasons just exactly how he met their mother. But Saget's career was made of much more than the family man persona. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Hey, Bob Saget. But do me a favor, don't don't you my daughters. I'm just with you. He had an edgy, <laughs> R-rated sense of humor, pushing yeah, back did. against his success from squeaky clean shows. This is the longest John Stamos has gone without putting his in a desperate actress. He displayed his nonchalance <laughs> from roasts to the ongoing aristocrats oh, joke where him. comedians tried Oops. to tell the filthiest possible setup to the same punchline. Now aristocrats couldn't be done now. A documentary was made in 2005 filming 100 comedians telling that same aristocrats joke. And the point was uh, censorship, mm. different ways that people can do an art form, you know, yes. all tell the same thing. Everybody paint the same painting and let's mm. see what happens. Mm. But it really was about freedom of speech. Freedom not to hold back. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. Marijuana <laughs> is not a drug. I used to suck for coke. His real-life <laughs> yeah, addiction, yeah, such so a good to speak, skit. was stand-up comedy. In his final tweet in Orlando, Florida, where he was just beginning a comedy tour, he said, I had no idea I did a two-hour set tonight. I'm happily addicted again to this. There's no barrier, there's nothing. It's a simple form. Person with a mic, just talking to a lot of people. It's the oldest form of theater, really, is you know, a monologue of sorts. Saget used his platform to draw attention to causes important to him. He hosted events to fundraise for the Scleroderma Research Foundation, where he served on the board of directors. Saget lost his sister to the chronic disease in 1994. And at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, Saget performed on the Comedy Gives Back Laugh-Aid Telethon in April 2020, supporting comedians oh, who could not too. work. He came on CNN's New Day to promote the event and bring a little levity in a moment of darkness. I made my own face mask out of my underwear. Um, <laughs> it's hard to find humor in these times, and it was a mistake because uh, you don't, don't get it out of the hamper, people. That's all I have to say. In a 2013 Esquire interview, Saget was asked to define his humor. He said, quote, I am basically just a nine-year-old boy that evolved.
But his family and friends also remember the man that evolved, not just the comedian. Saget's family said, quote, he was everything to us, and we want you to know how much he loved his fans, performing live and bringing people from all walks of life together with laughter. Iconic sitcom creator Norman Lear shared, quote, Bob Saget was as lovely a human as he was funny. Full House co-star John Stamos posted, quote, I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete and utter shock. I will never, ever have another friend like him. He's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. And that's that's my small tribute to Bob Saget. I just I thought he was an amazing, amazing comedian. I loved everything he did. And uh, yeah, this one actually hurt a little bit. So I don't know, man. It's 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 life. Right. It's not we're not guaranteed anything in this life except for death. Um, and it, it's just a true statement. And it sucks. It sucks when people um, pass away. Um, and when it also sucks when we feel that it was too early. And it's like, I don't know. You know, maybe it was the right time. But he will be missed. That's for sure. He, he definitely will be missed. All right. So let's see here. My last one of this week is crazy. Um, I'm not going to play the whole video, but I want you to see this if you didn't already. Now, this is in Brazil. These people were on a boat. There was a bunch of boats in the water, and I think they were sightseeing this mountain. All right, let me set up the picture for you. So they're out there, and they're looking at this thing, and it's beautiful. The water's clean uh, or clear, um, and then and they're looking at this mountain, and everything is just so beautiful. And then out of nowhere, a part of the mountain collapses, and it doesn't, like, crumble down. It breaks off. So it's like a slate. Like you, you ever, you ever taken slate stone and and broke it? It just kind of chunks off in pieces. It doesn't like crumble. It, it, that's what it looks like. It looks like it just right down and it just falls. And I guess now the update when this happened, there was five people um, that possibly could be dead. Um, and it turns out that it was uh, ten. Ten people um, died from this. But this is an insane, insane video. Um, so let's, hold on, let me make it bigger for you. I really want you to see this. This is absolutely insane. I mean, it's crazy. Watch this. Look at this shit. That is so scary. Oh. So I'll I'll play that back one more time because it is very, very short and very quick. Um, but check it out one more time. Look at that. Oh my god. Oh my god. And uh, in the water. Yeah, all right. Uh, but, yeah, I'm hoping you caught that. And if you didn't, rewind the video and watch it again. But, I mean, that's insane. That's crazy. You're there. You're sightseeing. You're having a grand old time. And then the mountain just 
collapses. You know, um, I mean, this happens a lot. Our, our world is constantly moving that we know of. Um, things uh, shift and shit erodes. Um, you know, they, that that's that's that was right near a waterfall. So the water was constantly eroding at it, and it just gave out. You know, I think uh, recently there was a avalanche um, where a hike two hikers and their kid um, were they were buried. I mean, so this stuff happens all the time. It's just really uh, scary uh, when you see it because now so many people are filming things with their phone that you get this inside look to something that we would probably never have seen before. Um, and now we get to see it. But I thought that was just so intense. I mean, having a grand old time, parties, woo, woo, woo. And then all of a sudden, they're trying to run away from this rock that is coming down on top of them and there's no way to get away i mean you saw the way that it was coming down and the speed that it was at you know it, it looked like it clipped the side of the boat but i mean jesus christ what do you think that weighed a couple fucking tons thousand tons you know what i mean so that comes down, hits the boat, and it's just going to shift that boat, right? And then flip that boat into the other boat. I mean, you've got nothing but devastation. Um, so I thought it was crazy to see that video. I wanted to share it with you. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's it, you know? That's it. I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was a crazy, intense video um, of a good time just going wrong and it, it at nobody's fault nobody's fault mother earth was just like i'm done and you know and i feel like she's saying that a lot more and more lately um not to put gender on the earth but that's what my dad always said it's what my grandfather always said so you know old habits die hard um but I feel like that's happening more and more with all the tornadoes and the snowstorms and the uh, weather the way it's been. I, I believe that the earth is trying to get rid of us. I really do. I really think um, at the end of the day, after getting really high and just sitting around and thinking, um, I feel like we as humans are cancer to the planet. And instead of... Um, being a good cancer, which we all know there isn't one, um, you know, we're, the world is just trying to get rid of um, its illness. You know, the planet's sick, and it's sick of us, and it's trying to heal itself by knocking out as many of us as possible. And I don't mean to laugh, but seriously, when you think about it, what good have we done to the planet since the beginning you know we're constantly digging we're constantly building we're constantly taking natural resources out we're constantly in war we're we're just we're just a virus on this planet and now the planet is like i'm striking back and i, I just don't i mean you i oh my god i saw another funny video and i'll just i'll say this one real fast uh it was of an ice iceberg it was uh cracking and there was a penguin 
out on the iceberg, and then the group of penguins over here, and it breaks off, and you can see it shifting away, and it's slowly floating away from the rest of it, and you just watch this one penguin, and he makes it all the way to the corner, and he hops over, and he makes it to the rest of his friends and family there, but hey, this is happening everywhere. We have to just be careful of what we're doing, all right? Whenever you're out there in Mother Nature, no matter how safe people make it sound or how safe you think you are, you should always be a little bit prepared for something going wrong. Now, I don't know how you prepare for something like that. I don't know how you prepare for an avalanche. I don't know how you prepare for a catastrophic uh, tornadoes. I don't know how you prepare for that, right? When 30 tornadoes drop and wipes out the area that it wiped out, how prepared can you actually get for that? The, our, our weather is, our weather people are trying to be more accurate to keep us safer. Um, but at the end of the day, weather is weather, and it's going to do what it wants. And everybody wants to blame the meteorologist for being wrong and getting paid to always be wrong. But it's weather. And it's always changing. It changes very rapidly. And sometimes it just doesn't do what we think it's going to do. You know? So I really don't know where I was going with this. But uh, I, just, I just think that when we are out there having fun, don't forget that, you know, um, something, something bad could happen. Even when you're out there having a good time. So always just be a little cautious of what's going on around you. Um, and what's going on because you may, you know, maybe if the music wasn't so loud and they weren't yelling and screaming and stuff, maybe they would have heard the rock cracking, right? So I'm just, I'm just putting some things out there because I got stoned the other day and I just sat in my mind and I was like, oh, and I had all these weird thoughts about mother earth and this and that. And I was pissed off about the stimulus check and so I kind of went off on a bunch of stuff today, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I just want everybody to do uh, well. I want everybody to be well. I want everybody to uh, have an enjoyable 2022, um, and I know that's not going to be the case for everybody out there, and I wish there was a way I could personally help. Um, I, I, I mean, there are foundations but it's like, okay, now I got to go digging through foundations and make sure this is actually and what portion is actually being used for what they say. It's be, it's a whole nightmare. So at the end of the day, as one individual, I can't really do shit. Um, but I know that um, if if more of us got together, I think that's what would make the difference. You know, so I, I just be cautious when you're out there having fun. Um, because anything can go wrong, you know, but that's the podcast today, everybody. I'm very excited to be back. I'm excited to always be here. Um, again, I'm going to just mention that there'll be new stuff coming to the podcast, um, whether it's pictures, music, whatever, um, things will be changing. I'm coming into, uh, my second year of doing this, so a lot of these changes will be taking effect because of that reason. Um, so I want to update everything when I hit my second year. Um, I think I've got, after this episode, 
11 more episodes after this, um, and then uh, we will be at two years, or 10 episodes after this, I think. So I'm getting excited for all these things. Um, I just want to say again, uh, thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right? means the world to me. Um, Share, rate, review, and leave comments, please. That helps the podcast grow, and I still need your help to do that. If you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Whether you're watching, listening, uh, be subscribing, please. It's the only thing I ask you to do. Uh, It means everything to me and basically nothing to you. Uh, If you want to get more involved with the podcast, we have an email. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Send your story, your comments, uh, requests, uh, whatever you want to send. If you want to win some free slowdown merch or you want to get some free slowdown merch put slowdown in the subject line send it on over to t-a-l-k-i-n with topher at gmail.com that's talking with topher at gmail.com and then of course i'm on instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook i'm on there every week almost all week trying to give some extra content having a little bit of fun um so again instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook and as always um you know, I hope everybody has an enjoyable uh, Thursday, whatever time you happen to be listening to this, um, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. I heard we're going to get some more weather, so drive safely, all right? Um, take it slow. Remember, ice is underneath us, and uh, four-wheel drive does not stop you, okay? So enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Be kind to one another, and as always... I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later.